Welcome to the Shred with Science podcast with your host, Dr. Chris Spearman, one of the world's leading online fitness coaches, an expert in metabolic correction and a global cover model. Chris delves deep into the most up-to-date scientific literature to provide you with the tools you need to live a healthy, enjoyable, and educated lifestyle. Yo, what is going on, guys? And welcome to episode 46 of the Shred with Science podcast. I've been asked for a number of weeks now to do a mindset podcast. So this is definitely going to be one of those. Stop listening to what other people think about you. So it's a massive issue that we all have, an enormous issue that we all have. I wish I listened to this podcast five years ago. Now, before I delve deep and before I give you my thoughts um, and experiences on, I suppose, letting other people's thoughts or opinions um, affect me or my mindset or my productivity, I just want to say a massive thank you for all of you who continue to share the podcast on your story. Thank you so much. Um, it means an absolute bunch. Um, it's it's really, really cool to think that you... I started off podcasting uh, at the start to... Um, give value mainly to my clients um and it's now reaching hundreds thousands and almost tens it's well into the tens of thousands of people now um you know thousands every week so it is really really cool it is really really cool and i appreciate every single one of you who comments um posts in your story dms me and takes value from any of these um i suppose mindset is one that i want to do more of um and it's definitely one that gets requested a huge amount um it's just sometimes quite difficult especially let's say when i'm skyping my clients on the weekend you know you delve a little deeper into the psychology of what makes people tick um you know what's what issues are going on in their lives um more often than not is nothing to do with their training or their nutrition um you know we talk all things that can add value um and i try and alleviate as much stress as as i possibly can on that call some of you guys will know i'm doing a transactional analysis course with john fleming who was i've known john since i was about four years old um we went to primary school together and we reconnected we've always um We've always, I suppose, over the years, um, messaged back and forward. Um, one of the few guys in my primary school that I still stay in touch with, unfortunately, just the way things happen. And John became a client. Um, he joined the program. He had a very busy work schedule and um, we were helping him stay on track. We bumped heads about a year ago now just over a year ago when i was back in ireland um we grabbed some lunch and john has well at, at the time john was telling me about his you know what he's doing with transactional analysis and psychology um you know his, his undergrad his master's etc and i said dude that sounds amazing he was telling me that he wanted to get more involved in the psychology behind um sports people or sports coaching I said, dude, that's an amazing idea. Why don't you do that online? He was like, what do you mean? How, how could I possibly do that online? And I explained, you know, that he could grow his online business, that he could do 
his Skypes one-to-one or in group fashion exactly as he would in person um you know and we would set a payment scheme up and so long story short i i I said that i would help him and i wanted to be his first guinea pig um and i told him you know name your price i'll pay it because i see the value in what you offer for me if i can add value on each of those calls to my clients then i can add value to their lives and it adds value to my business so since then uh we are on I think we've had five, maybe even six um, calls so far on TA, transactional analysis, going through the psychology behind, you know, decision making behaviors, um, hoping that I can get a better in-depth analysis on why my clients make certain decisions or how I can become a better coach. And I think having done that over the last few weeks, it's really opened my eyes to some things that we know we just know, but we don't understand, I suppose, the 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 reasoning behind it. Um, and I suppose over the last two years, especially, I've gone through some serious issues in my life, um, personal life and, and what didn't end up in personal life. And I've had to deal with that head on. Um, you know, we all make mistakes. We all go through situations that change us. Um, and it is often through these times that we really kind of align ourselves and focus ourselves on you know what's important what makes us tick and how we can move forward and the issue of not really listening to people's opinions um that's something i think we all suffer with at some point we all very often take things to heart a little bit too much um one kind of analogy that you know someone said Um, quite recently to me was imagine someone turned around and called you a yellow elephant every single one of you listen to this now okay this sounds crazy but imagine if I met you on the street and you'd never met me before and I said look at that guy look at that girl you know they're a yellow elephant you'd be like what you'd laugh and walk off this guy's crazy but if I turned around to you and said you're really self-centered or you know, you're such an idiot or um, you think too highly of yourself. Something like that, that would snag. And what you need to realize is why is that snagging with you? The only reason that the yellow elephant didn't is because you know you're not a yellow elephant. But something that, and the closer the comment gets to potentially your perception of yourself or your perception of other people's thoughts of you, the more it snags. So if you have, and sometimes, and the point I'm trying to make is sometimes you need to ask yourself why that is. Why, why is that snagging with you? Why is that hitting a sore spot? Is it because you have that perception of yourself that you're trying to get rid of? Is it because a lot of people have said that to you in the past? Maybe you give off that impression. So trying to understand why that comment hits home with you because at the end of the day, you know, the other person's opinions of you or, or any anybody's opinion of us is is their business, not ours. Right. So it's only when it, it, it I suppose it enters your environment that you really have to kind of take ownership of it or decide to leave it and let it go. So the first point and the first, I suppose, thing to consider when you're trying to stay focused um, and you know you don't want other people's opinions to 
really hit home with you is to try and identify who your inner circle are. So I've got my inner circle, you know, some friends, some family, and very, very close friends. Um, let's say my inner circle of five. I can identify ho- who those people are. And outside of, you know, that circle of five or outside of my inner circle, there are acquaintances. And then there are people that I don't even know. And then there are people who might message me and ha- voice their opinions. And their opinions, like I said, are their own. And they have no, in my opinion, have no reflection on me. Um, you know, they make an assumption or a comparison or sometimes project their own insecurities or, or some of their own values onto other people. But unless it's coming from within my inner circle, I I rarely take account of what's being said. Um, and if I do, I'm quite compassionate and I will think, hmm, why do I think that person has that view of me? Sometimes, but more often than not, it's my inner circle. So you you need an inner circle who's not just going to blow smoke up your ass and you need an inner circle who's going to be truthful and honest with you or a group of people around you that are going to be honest with you and tell you as it is. Um, And that's important. So identify who your inner circle are first and foremost. Um, You know, their opinions matter, but for me, nobody else's does. Number two, I've kind of touched on already is everything is an opinion. And when you realize that everything in life is an opinion or perspective at that moment in time, you won't let it affect you or the choices that you make. You know, stop letting other people's opinions become your reality. At the end of the day, the more it, the more things that snag or the more you hold on to the things that snag, the more that actually becomes reality. That's important to take into consideration too. So everything that is said is an opinion in, 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 in terms of, you know, what someone perceives you as. So is it a perception? Is it an opinion? Or is it fact? Very few things that actually get said are factual. Most things that get said are an opinion. So, you know, look at it from the simple fact of if someone has something to say and someone voices something, it's their perspective and it's their opinion. And that is no business in your mind. That is literally not, that's their business, not yours. Number three, in my opinion, is caring comes from compassion with people. So, um, you know, if you're compassionate and you're honest and within yourself and you can identify yourself as those things or you try and align yourself with those things it's a lot easier to for example if someone has an opinion of you that's you know that's that's bullshit but you might go listen you know what i can see why that person may have that opinion i don't agree with that opinion but i can see why maybe that person would think that i think i've had some people (laughs) drastically try to ruin my life on a number of occasions and people who, you know, just are, are, are bitter of my success. Some very good friends of mine in the past, um, as I got more successful and more successful, they started to massively begrudge my success and try to massively undermine every single thing about me that they could. And that sometimes can be really tough because the reason it's tough for, for a number of reasons is number one is 
you in have invested a lot of time in these people so one you feel like you've wasted your time your energy and a lot of the times you go out of your way for these people and number two because they're supposed to know you better you think their opinion should hold more weight and that's not always the case especially when there's a slant on it and especially when they've got an agenda especially when they're holding their own insecurities um, or their business isn't successful or um, you know they're not as out there or you know they see you going from A to B and they're staying in A and haven't really moved you know they're in the same place that they've been for the last decade people get frustrated if you're compassionate enough to realize listen you know this is this person's opinion maybe they're a really good were a really good friend of yours but as long as you're compassionate and can understand why they may be being a dick then you don't have to agree but at least it will bother you less you can go well you know what i wish that person the best they're in the same situation they've been in the last decade they see me improving they see me changing they see amazing things happening for me I'm compassionate enough to know that there are reasons behind that. I'm not saying I'm not a dick sometimes. I try not to. Um, very often over the last few years, I've I've been more aware of my actions or my words or, or things like that. We all make mistakes, but I think as long as you're compassionate enough to try and see the other person's side of the story, then maybe you can understand why they are bitter or why they make decisions or say things that maybe you wish they wouldn't say. That leads me on to four. Number four is hate and negative. Hate and negativity is a projection. So if you understand that any hate or negativity aimed in your direction is a projection of what's going on in that person, you know, like I said before, what people think about you is none of your business. And a lot of the time, what's going on internally within them, them is being projected at you. Like I said, via frustration, anger, negativity, hate, all of these things. And if you can either be compassionate enough to go, well, first of all, you know, if they're not within your inner circle anymore, then they don't really matter. And then if you're compassionate enough and you realize that it's their opinion, and then you think that, are they projecting? And go through all these different things and you try and let it slide. Most things that get said, and I think... To be honest with you, I think being in the public eye has amazing benefits, but it also can be quite negative. But I love that negative aspect of things. And that sounds kind of sadistic, but I love the fact that now there's very little someone can say about me that will really affect me because I've had everything said about me already. You know, no matter what it is, someone has said something. So there's at this point, I've almost become bulletproof in the sense that there are very few things that will upset me or get me going or um, that I will give a second thought to unless it is, you know, within my inner circle and, you know, may have a falling out with someone close, which doesn't really happen anymore, to be fair, because once you are aware of your inner circle and you align the values that the people in your inner circle should have, and a lot of the issue is we've got friends that we've grown up with from however long people change you know people who are in your inner circle right now are very rarely people who who were in your inner circle a decade ago sometimes they are and often over time 
you stay friends with people for the sake of staying friends with people or for old time's sake, rather than the fact that you guys share the same values or same thoughts. Number five, guard what you put in your mind. So if you're putting negative thoughts about our garbage into your mind, you know, that's going to become your reality. So you need to control your environment. If you take anything away from this, any three words, control your environment. I was laughing and joking about this last night and I said, you know, it's an amazing feeling to be able to wake up in the morning and I can almost control every single thing that goes into my mind. What I mean by that is I wake up, I've got the notifications off for any of the apps that are on my phone. Only a, sv- a very small number of people can interrupt my day. A very small number of people can message me directly and it will show up on my phone. So I wake up, I've got my morning routine, which is me by myself. Um, you know, I will go to the gym, I will train by myself or with someone I choose to train with, and then I'll walk home. And then, you know, I'll pick up whatever I need. I've got the rest of my evening to do, you know, the rest of a million and one tasks that I do. But my contact or my environment is completely controlled by myself. Um, And that's an amazing feeling to be in because I know the vast majority of people aren't that fortunate. You know, they work in an office. They can't help who sits beside them. You know, they may be, you know, going a night out and, you know, people are drunk and they get in your face and all of these things. And I normally choose not to put myself in that situation. So the actual transactions that I have with people that aren't kind of necessary, I think it was uh, to do with also, you know, if you go to Tesco or something like that, you can have a, a... you can order your stuff yourself or you know you go to self-scan and things like that um it's one thing that i miss obviously is having those transactions with people but in terms of really looking after your mind and guard what goes in and control your environment it's really important to be aware of the people in your life who are having a negative influence or making negative comments and not all of the time is it within your control, whether they do or are not or you, a lot of the time you can't eliminate those people from your life. So I'm quite fortunate in that sense. Number six, don't let fear stop you. So honestly, the biggest fears in my life um, have been the most important things in, in my growth and led me to become, becoming the person I wanted to be. Um, and behind every fear is a reason behind every fear is a person you want to be that's an awesome quote so it is important to you know take a step back and go fear is good fear shouldn't hold you back fear should propel you forward Um, very often when I'm met with a decision I make that decision like that immediately Um, And I think if you can make important, this is a a good business tip as well. If you make these decisions quickly on the small things, you'll be able to make these decisions on the big things also, the important things quite quickly. But don't let fear stop you. Generally speaking, you know, when fear enters your life, but fear, as we know, false evidence appearing real, is just your body's way in in my opinion of 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 fear and excitement are are for me very similar so when i see fear i get excited 
and I ask myself, why am I fearful? What is causing me to become fearful or excited about this experience? And often, more often than not, it's not the fear of failure. It's the fear of succeeding and being pushed into the unknown. That's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool place to be when you're met with an opportunity and you almost, if you, if you can become, for those of you who are quite anxious, and sometimes I can, I used to be anyway, get quite anxious, I'm more anxious about it going well and where that will propel me forward and not being what I would deem as able for the consequences rather than failing. It was like any, when I used to go for castings for Men's Health, or I remember going for my first casting to be in the magazine, and I was fearful. I was excited, but I was fearful. Why was I fearful? Because if I got through, I would have to be, I'd have to get ready for for the magazine. And I did, and I was, and it was published, and it was amazing. But at that point in time, I didn't know was I ready. It was like when I got casted for, got cast for a Warner Brothers movie. A lot of you guys don't know that. Um, that was that that you know what that wasn't that fearful because I wasn't that confident that I would get through. I didn't do badly, by the way. But um, you know, when I got casted for the cover of various magazines, I was fearful at the start. I was excited, but I was fearful because I was like, "Whoa, what if this goes through? And what if I am on the cover of this magazine? Like, what the hell am I going to do?" So it's important to be aware of of what fear really means for you or what will fear what impact will that fear have on your life so i think that quote behind every fear is a person you want to be is really really powerful number seven although this sounds morbid remember you are going to die you know if someone told you tomorrow that you were going to die and you're worrying about what someone else thinks about you. Really? Do you give a shit? Like, do you really care? As long as that person is not someone that you love or within your inner circle, does it really matter? You know, I think in the grand scheme of things. Because we all will die. <laughs> you know, sorry to break it to any of you who thinks that we don't. We will, and it sounds silly, but it's true. So... You know, think of that worry that you have or, you know, someone says something at work and for a week afterwards you're like really upset about it or, you know, someone wrote some comment online and you got a bit kind of wound up and this happened. You know, think of having a few days left to live or, you know, maybe a loved one is, is about to pass away. Think of that time that could be spent better served or improving your business or improving yourself in the gym or improving various aspects of your life or spending that time with loved ones or giving that energy, that love, that attention to other details rather than insignificant things about what people think. It's, um, it's easy for me to say, I know you're listening to this going, oh, it's easy for you to say this. It's always easy. It's always easy to say when you're on the other end and you've actually accepted what I'm saying through this whole podcast, this episode. Um, and when you're listening to it and you haven't really accepted all of these things yet and you haven't, it's not just something that clicks and that's it, you know, it's something that takes time. You have to learn, you have to practice, you have to learn not to care about what other people think. You have to learn to be more compassionate. You have to learn to realize that, you know, you could die tomorrow. 
You know, you have to learn to not be fearful. All of these things sometimes take time. But if you start now, before you know it, a lot of these things you'll have ticked off. And next time someone says something to you or someone has an opinion or someone writes something online, you know, think about, hmm, why did that person say that? Really? Does it bother me? You know, does it's going to add value to my life to reply? That's an interesting one. What do you do if someone says something shit about you? Sometimes it depends what someone says, whether I'll reply or not. You know, if, if I feel sometimes I will try and turn that energy into love, you know, and I've said this before in a number of podcasts, anytime I used to get hate online, I don't get as, as, as much, I, to be honest, I rarely get any anymore, but when I would, I would bottle all of that up and soak it all up like a sponge. And then I would, you know, message a friend and tell them I miss them or, you know, ring my mom and tell her I love her or whatever it is. And I would just bottle up all of that energy, all of that energy, all of that energy. And I would just give it out in, in the form of love. And that's a very therapeutic way to look at it. Um, but I urge you all out there, you know, it's the end of the week. For this whole weekend, try to be more compassionate about why people have their views, right? Try and identify who your inner circle is. Identify each person within that circle and go, you know, you don't have to write down a list of your best mates, but you know what I mean? Identify whether their views are important or not. Realize that everything is an opinion. Realize that, you know, hate and negativity is often a projection. Guard as much as you possibly can what you put in your mind. Don't let fear stop you. And then remember you're going to die. And put things into perspective. Guys, I hope that was beneficial. If you want to hear more mindset, let me know. Um, this is just me scratching the surface with a few things on mindset about, you know, how I keep focused. Um, you know, and to be honest with you, there's loads of areas of your life that will benefit from this. Not your mental health, not just your mental health your business productivity, your productivity in the gym. You know, if someone says something about you in the gym and it's affected you and you don't want to go in there, your training suffers. You know, if someone says something about your food or, or whatever it is, your nutrition suffers, your business suffers, your relationships suffer. All of these things, all of these areas of your life can suffer over what people think or what people say or other people's opinions. So just remember that. Try and stay focused. Try and stay focused. Try it this weekend. For this weekend, try to eliminate a lot of those things and identify what's important. Guys, as always, thank you so much for listening. As I leave you guys at the end of every podcast to make the most of today, you will not get this day again. Peace. Peace.